Hey, he's Enzo. And she's Claire. And this is Too Long for a Voice Note, episode number 11. Hi guys, welcome to a new episode. Welcome back everybody. Beautiful podcast. We have a special episode today. Yeah. Right, Claire? We've got a special bonus episode, something a little bit different. We are going to be talking about... About like, you're like... You, you, you go. go, you go. <laughs> uh, we're talking about a uh, special uh, documentary film called Once Upon a Time in Venezuela. We decided to like watch it and like talk a bit about it, what yes. it's about. So yeah, it's like a, maybe sometimes we like to do this type of different mm-hmm. spe- special episodes yeah. on the podcast where it's not like secret topic. Yes. It's more with just speaking about exactly. something. Exactly, we've seen something we're inspired So yeah, this is like a different approach to the podcast, yeah. so we're excited. We thought so. that it would also be a good opportunity for Enzo to speak a little bit about the situation in Venezuela. We're not yeah. going to go into it too much in a really heavy way. It's like... Uh, it's a heavy it, it, situation. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a lot, but yeah, it's good to like... For those of you who don't know, Enzo is from Venezuela. From Venezuela. So dun, 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 we dun, dun. wanted to talk a bit about it, yeah. maybe for those of you... Like, because to be honest, like myself, like before I met Enzo, I didn't really know a lot about the situation in Venezuela. So if you don't know anything about Venezuela or Latin America, don't worry. We're going to fill you in a little bit. So explain the situation as best we can. Yeah. So So let's get into it. So, yeah, well, um, it was really interesting because you actually had the idea originally to watch the the, documentary documentary because you saw it somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, where you saw the documentary? I like, think I saw it on some film Instagram account because this was documentary... Was it Edgar Ramirez? No, you're right. Edgar yeah. Ramirez. <laughs> you were like, I saw it like in this indie... Uh, why I'm like this, I'm sorry. I'm not just throwing you under the bus. No, no. I saw it in the indie, independent, cool Latin American account that I follow for like five years already. It was like Edgar Ramirez. You're like, Claire, you were stalking Edgar Ramirez, <laughs> Ramirez again. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It was Edgar Ramirez. <laughs> no, I saw it on Edgar Ramirez's story. If you didn't know, Edgar Ramirez is like Venezuela's national treasure. He's a really famous actor. Yeah. So yeah, so you brought up the. But the, yeah, I wanted I, to watch it with Enzo. It yeah. was um, shortlisted for the, the Oscars, Oscars yeah. that are going to be happening this year. It didn't make it to the final selection. It was nominated yeah, it was for. Yeah, like, it's, it's really cool song. because actually it was shortlisted in many good festivals like Sundance and like many of them. I mean, you go to the website, you can see like all the recognition the documentary has yeah. got so so yeah like claire say well oh let's uh do you want to watch this and actually mm-hmm. i was uh i was looking to watch this for a long time and mm-hmm. i knew a few persons i watched it already and yeah it's very interesting because well um i guess the situation in venezuela it's really complicated one if you don't know like basically of course it's very like um how you say very like a light dense yeah yeah, yeah it's a dense it's topic a lot... and it's gonna be like yeah. a light explanation of everything yeah. that's happening but the last more than 20 years um there's a whole situ- political situation there where it was with the uh, chavez which was the president like 1999 mm-hmm. and then he died then he got the succession from somebody from his party anyway it's like a long thing but it's venezuela is being like in a really yeah. struggling uh socially politically mm. and many ways basically right now we have a dictatorship yeah so so maduro is in power currently yeah. he basically just essentially took right over from chavez when he died when he died because there was, was no election his party. or anything yeah. like that there was an election that was rigged uh, okay originally. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. i mean it's like it's a whole situation but the thing is like which i think is interesting about this documentary is like it's a representation of what's happening in the country which has yeah. been for many years has been like one party which is the opposition and the other party was the chavismo which is like the government like 
Chavez like mm. movement or yeah. revolution as he called it mm-hmm. and basically this re- revolution led to more poverty more like yeah. uh, social differences mm. in many ways which it turns out to be like I mean that's why more than six million of people are out of the country right now because yeah. they just left the country, just emigrate because they had a really bad conditions to live yeah. in the country. So yeah. So my um, understanding of it yeah. was that, like, you can obviously tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. but my understanding was from what you told me that um, Chavez kind of like he tried to appeal to the poorer people in Venezuela yeah. Yeah. and said, like, typical dictator, typical yeah. dictator that's very common in Latin America, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and other continents as well, like, will help you will bring you out of poverty and then of course like it didn't go that way and then he like gave them guns and everything like that and like made made it more unstable for them so it was like classic the rich got richer the poor got poorer yeah it's really like that this is kind of what this documentary in a way represents yeah yeah. because yeah of course like the situation is very long and a lot of details but basically yeah yeah, at the beginning like the country i mean of course there's a situation that started even before chavez started his issues i mean there's like political issues in venezuela from really long time but i think chavez basically he saw the perfect opportunity to jump in yeah and some people say they had he actually got good intentions in the at the beginning i'm not sure of it but so people say because he became kind of this character full of power and like charisma, kind of like a Donald Trump kind mm. of person, but with many other type of characteristics. But he became like a like a celebrity at the end. He, he was loved by people. He was very charismatic. So he used that powers he had to like help the poor people. But actually, they were he was not giving them enough tools to like actually get better. He just mm. was like. Um, using them yeah. for his purpose who was which was like staying the government forever i mean he mm. wants to stay in a, a power forever he said mm. like um so yeah it's complicated top situation yeah, but i think that just... kind of gives a good background to the situation and it's because like enzo's told me that you yeah. know venezuela it's, it's really sad because it's a really resource rich country yeah. it should be really really rich and like yeah. there's so many obviously there's so much oil and everything like that but it's Natural just resources in a and really, things. really bad situation. Yeah, and now people in power and the government are the ones who has all the money. Of and course. now it's like a mafia because yeah. there are drug dealers and there's like a mafia with dollars and all of the resources, like half China and half Russia is inside the country taking mm. over about all the... Because also the government, they just ask for money and resources from other countries like China and, and Russia and now they're in debt. Yeah. So course. it's like, it's a circle of stuff. Like basically they destroy the economy. There's no national production anymore. Um, it's a series of things, but basically right now, like the country is basically like trapped in this kind of dictatorship situation. It's mm. like, um, because it's not all the elements for being like, oh, it's like, like you have some type of freedom, but it's like a freedom inside of this really complicated circle of things yeah, yeah. so actually there's not a lot of opportunities mm. so you need to be part of the system to kind of like survive or that's why everybody's like yeah. living in the country so basically anybody that could let could leave like yourself yeah left. like many yeah like, like many every, of my friends yeah. like we're helping Everyone. our families that are there because there's no other way yeah of course so it's a bit complicated thing, so it's but in a really yeah. bad situation yeah it's a yeah. really it's, really really bad in many situation ways. so I think so, the interesting yeah. about the film, mm-hmm. I want to know everything what you think about it because for mm. you it's a different perspective than me because for me it's like, it's so familiar because mm. um, it is 
what it represents Venezuela. As my cousin Anna told me, she said like, and I, I agree with that, it's like a fair representation of the country, but like in a really small space because it's about like a little village that's about to disappear and all of that. And it's literally what you say there, what you see there is like a representation of everything that happens in the country all mm-hmm. the time and what's been going on for like years and years and years. So yeah, like, do you want to talk a bit about what you see in the documentary and then yeah, like, uh, okay, yeah. So what, what do you think, like, what was your first impression like from your point of view that you haven't you haven't this will be this could be like your first like real um how you say like approach to the situation kind of thing yeah your real like i guess like yeah because i think whatever i've seen about like latin america in general is if you know talk about like problems in latin america if there have been films that have been made about like che Guevara, for example mm. or that kind of situation or like stuff in cuba but yeah this is the first kind of film I've seen about Venezuela. So to explain a bit about the documentary, it's in a specific area in Venezuela. It's called Congo, right? Congo, Congo. Yeah. It's in, in Maracaibo, which in Maracaibo, is an area, but it's city. called the Congo. It's yeah. the, the um, like community, the village, the village yeah. community. Yeah. So it's, it's um, a village that's built literally just above the water. So yeah. they're kind of on, um, yeah, it's, it's like a floating village, basically. Yeah, yeah. And back in the day according to the villages like it used to be thriving and like they used to be there's loads of fish there and people could live off the fish and it was like a fishing fishing community um but now it's just completely ruined by pollution yeah so there's loads of oil in the river like all the fish are dying like yeah yeah, the wildlife are dying like the the children are like bathing in the water and it's like covered in oil and there's loads of like mosquitoes and like really bad there's nothing there and like the government has like forgotten them and that's it that's kind of where we meet them yeah um and like there's like a big like political election if you want to call it that kind of like happening um in the backdrop of this and it was filmed in like 2015 he said 14 15 but then they kind of follow on like a year later or so i guess um i know from you that it is corrupt in venezuela Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize to the extent that it's corrupt like without giving too much away because i really do recommend that you guys watch it but it kind of mainly follows this this woman who's like a kind of like a mayor of this town. Yeah, yeah. And she's... <laughs> kind of like in power. Yeah, she's on a power trip, this yeah, lady. Yeah. And she's being given money by the government to buy votes. Yeah. And like, she's just literally like handing out, like blatantly buying yeah. votes. Like they're not even trying to hide it. Like literally <laughs> just giving them food. Like, do I have your vote? Do yeah. I have your vote? Yeah, do you I know, have your vote? It's like, so interesting that for mm. you it was so shocking. And for me it was like, yeah, okay. Because that what I have seen on my country for like so many years. And that's what the uh, government, the Chavista government, uh, what they have done. Like they've been buying votes for so long. They basically after gaining gaining all the sympathy for the for the poor people instead of helping them they help them buying them stuff or like i give you like a kilo of uh of flour a kilo of this a kilo of that and you give me my boat i give you this and give you that and you give me that back so they basically they've been buying this boat for so long mm-hmm. because i know that people they have nothing they have so little like you know for them like a kilo of something or a, or a bit of food, bad quality food it's already enough mm. and then but you know that you see like these people that have so little and so little opportunities about whatsoever in life like for them this is helping them you know oh he's helping me the president is helping me yeah. which is in a 
context, he is doing it, but in a really twisted way. Yeah. Because we're not talking about like a poor country that has no resources. Exactly. We're talking like a rich country that could give to everybody who could have like mm. a really decent type of life so it's true i think so the corruption was one thing that struck me and i think also the way that it's kind of following on from what you just said yeah. about like that lady that i mentioned like damara 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 like they're very she's very i would say manipulated she like is. so manipulated and like she is like she has a poster of chavez on her wall like she's obsessed he's a god like he, she he, she's just like like we said like it's like a like a Nazi kind of yeah. thing, like the same kind of mentality. It's like, mentality. I've bought into this ideology and that's it. And mm-hmm. like I will fucking fight anybody who opposes me, which she does because there's a lady that's kind of opposing it, which they're following that kind of story in the documentary. Yeah. And she just wants that woman gone. Yeah. Um because basically she was like she was afraid of the ideology to get lost. Yeah. Because the community was it wasn't much it, I think it was interesting because Part of her was like about the community, but the main um, few of her power thing is because she doesn't want the ideology of Chavez to be gone. Yeah. Because he's like, no, he needs to live with within us forever. And mm-hmm. if he's not here with us, it's going to be the American government, whoever's going to come and yeah. take over us. So it's like a weird, that weird, kind of complex mentality. But at the end, she's... I, well, okay, yeah, keep going. Simply, yeah. No, I thought it was really sad because there's a scene in the documentary where um, she goes to see this really high up guy yeah. from the government, his name. Well, we, I, I think um, it's Ares Car- uh, Yeah, I think it's Ares Cardenas. But, it doesn't know, but yeah. anyway, some like, asshole some, guy. Some that, asshole, yeah. And she's like doing this. It's a really good shot in a way because she's doing this like monologue, like this like plight of like, it's really bad. Like, we're losing people, like, people are leaving the village because it's really bad. There's no fish, um, there's only 30 families there, etc., etc. Um, we can't do anything because of the pollution. And it's on her face, the camera. And then he's literally like, Hola, hola, que tal? And it's like, he's like answering his phone, phone like while she's listening. And it's like, this is somebody who's working for the government that, like, she's sacrificing her life for. for he this. doesn't even care. So it just shows, like, they don't care. She's just a pawn in this game. And yeah. she's just there to, like, buy people to get... Bo- and it's really yeah. tragic they're, they're in They're using way. her, by the way, uh, uh, at the end of the yeah, day, sorry. of course. Yeah. And it's, it's really... It was actually kind of sad because she's... Tamara, like, she's such a like, unlikable character. But then you... But it's kind of tragic because the people that like, she's so... Because she, when she goes to meet him, she's like, oh, my God, like, I'm so excited. And they don't even care, so... Yeah. yeah. And I feel like at the end, of course, she wants something... Of course, she wants to like the ideology of Chavez to live forever, but also she wanted something for her community because it's where she lives at the end of the day. Um, but it's funny when you see like even for her that she's with the government or she or she's like um, she's she supports the party of the government when she actually goes there. They know ignoring her yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do something. We're gonna make it this work, which is what happened in Venezuela. Like, and this will happen for so long. Like people even supporting the government, they're getting nothing. I think that's why it's a good representation of the yeah. of the whole situation in the country because it's mm-hmm. like, um, it's like at the end of the day, you're a victim of it. How did you feel about it? Um, I think, I mean, as a documentary, I think it's a really good thing, uh, a really good um, documentary. I like the shots as well, like speaking like documentary yeah. wise. Yeah. I think it was it was very brave of them doing that. And I think it was interesting how it was cool that they let they let the team get into their lives to film this. 
and to show the reality that we're living imagine they're like okay yeah get into our lives here and like mm-hmm. show somebody this is going on so maybe we're gonna get some kind of help which is sad because uh i mean well no spoiler because it's a, it's a documentary how could yeah. be a spoiler but basically they everybody left the community which is mm-hmm. of course because it wasn't a really bad condition so i think it's interesting how they in a way it's very like a sentimental kind of I think it represents a lot what's going on in Venezuela and it's like it has a kind of emotional, sentimental, mm. kind of melancholic vibe at the end okay. meets with the good spirit of like the country which is character- I think it's a characteristic of Latin America or mm. Venezuela overall. Like you could see they were like literally in the worst position ever and they were having like beauty pageant pageants pageants like beauty pageants and they were having all these little things they having like they try to dance when they could dance and like, you know, it's like it represents somehow like the spirit of people and trying to thrive like the teacher or like she was yeah. the teacher was the, like the nemesis of Tamara yeah. because she was from she was the op- from the opposition party. Yes. Yes. And basically she was fighting to keep her job at the school because mm. and because she was from the position they wanted to get rid of her mm. as it happens all the time in the country now when it's like a when something's the government's in power that try to get rid of the position of so it's not equal thing so you know like she has literally nothing just her the, her daughter her daughter and like her little house and she still was fighting to go to the school mm. inside the community and like teaching the kids and, you know it's such a struggle kind of thing but still this is like the hope of we need to keep going and you, these kids need to keep learning yeah. and kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really like, um, it's a good representation overall of what's happening in Venezuela, like in a really like a small sample of it. And, and yeah, I think it's like a really like a standing well, they did that. It's yeah, really like, they did. It's yeah. it's really beautifully filmed. I think if if like nothing else, like it's. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly like there's a lot of love in there. I think. Yeah, I think one thing I definitely would want to say as well that yeah. I think stood out for me like was how I didn't understand, and I, I don't think we will. And I think this is a whole kind of thing. But in Tamara's case, she was so loyal to Chavez and then Maduro, and it was that like complete lack of like. I don't understand what how she thought that everybody was in this situation mm. and it's sort of like why do you think the country is so bad yeah. like how can you be and I understand that that's like um an indoctrination and I understand that was the same with like Hitler and everything like that as well but you know it, she's looking around being like oh like Chavez is amazing but it's like look at how you're fighting to get some recognition for your village and get some bloody like clean water happening. yeah like, why did you think, why do you think that happened? Like, it's so ironic yeah. in a way. It's very ironic. And I think it comes like, it's been like, um, it obviously is more complicated than that, but I think the government since the beginning, they were always like fighting against something. So they always put in the, 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 the blame to somebody else. That was, mm. that was the, what they were saying all the time since the beginning of the government, like Chavez, all of that. It's like, it's not us, it's them. Somebody's attacking us. Somebody's in charge of this. Somebody's that. So then, like, at one point of his government, he was always um, blaming everything to America and the United States of America. They want to just, like, come here and take everything out of us. They want to, like, do an invasion and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's been, like, the narrative from, like, 20-something years. And it's like, if that was true, why the country is in this situation? If you are protecting us from this, 
mm-hmm. a possible invasion from America. Why you're doing with all the money you're having in the country right now? Where is it invested? Mm-hmm. Why it's all just disappearing? Like when Chavez was at the government, we have the highest highest um, price in uh, oil tank tank you say oil yeah, tank, tank yeah. ever. Like it was like a hundred something dollars per tank. It was the highest. Literally, it was like Dubai, Venezuela kind okay. of money. It's like where all this money went to mm. where. And the, the only thing they did was like build like shitty houses, like shitty buildings, like very bad like education, like bad quality of food, giving free food to people. And they were just stealing everything. And you, you and there's an little temple in the documentary as well when they're supposed to, the government gave some, some millions to... Um, uh, make a refurbished kind of thing. Yeah, the school. The school. Yeah, yeah. And the money just disappeared. Nobody yeah. knew where the money went. And the school was literally like a dump. It was a really bad place. And literally all this money, nobody saw the money. It just disappeared. And and that's a little representation of what happened in I thought in as well that was uh, off the back of that with the, with the refurbishment of the school. And then there's mm-hmm. a scene where they, they've kind of sent this like government teacher to kind of like help the yeah. the other teacher that we're following from the village who's kind of like from the opposition yeah. party that like she's kind of complaining and saying like oh why haven't you kept the supplies yeah. good and everything and then she gets some pens out and like why don't you use the pens like the government sent the pens like you yeah. shouldn't waste the pens and she gets them out and they don't even work and yeah it's like, oh, and, the God, woman, like... And, the, and the teacher was like yeah that's why because the pens the the kids return the pens because they don't even work don't, yeah and that's like a fair Ugh. example of like yeah. how everything works um it's, I think it's a documentary that is really interesting, like people that are not familiar with Venezuela or Latin American politics overall. Yeah. Because I think even though, in, I think in Venezuela we have a really specific situation right now, economic and politically, especially because it went from like zero to a hundred and like, it like a, you know, like rich country to like a total mess, like in such a short period of time, if you, if you may say. So it's very a specific context, but in Latin America, this replicates everywhere. Like, Col- uh, like it happened in Colombia, it happened in Brazil still, like it happens everywhere. So I think is if you want to like have a, like an idea of how maybe things may work in Latin America and with corruption, especially, mm. I think this is a good representation. And yeah, I, it's a, I think it's a, a, a really good job with this. I think it, it doesn't explain at all, like how, venezuela got there you need to do your own research yeah. or like you need like an enzo to explain it to you yeah. <laughs> um but you'll need to like it's a good starting point to like see where venezuela because really sadly venezuela is still like yeah. that even though this was like, a few this. years ago because yeah. they, they do like a year on but we it, all know like how it goes yeah. kind of thing and and you know probably um, all these people are probably in another country like it's happening for a few years like a lot yeah. of people live in the country by walking yeah like um i think for example uh by the way i think Nat geo there's like a, this kind of like a documentary. It's actually like um, I think you mentioned it. I mentioned this yeah, to you, right? The Ca- Caminantes, like yes. the walkers. Cam- Caminantes. Walkers. Caminantes. Like when you walk, the, yeah, yeah, the walkers. The walkers, yeah. 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 So basically, this this like from, international. I'm like translating oh Spanish. And <laughs> You're <Caminantes>. like <laughs> life, life translations. <laughs> so funny. So it's basically this uh, Venezuelan comedian called um, Jose Rafael Guzman, I think his name. His name. He's like a comedian and all of that, but he decided to like film a YouTube like kind of like documentary about how mm-hmm. it is to migrate from Venezuela to different countries by walking. Mm-hmm. But he didn't take like any shortcuts kind of thing. He did it like how how everybody would do would yeah, do it. Like crazy. Poor, yeah. poor people with like ten dollars 
$50 and that's the only thing they got in the backpack mm-hmm. and they're walking by days and days and he showed it's really interesting thing because I saw this on YouTube when he published it like I think it was a year or two years ago mm-hmm. um, I think it was and he showed the process a really complicated and, and, and like dramatic situation but also it's very like it shows the spirit of the Venezuelan people like always a bit always like it's gonna get better always gonna get through this he he made friends during his process and yeah well, it's such a good it's such a natural well done project that it got bought by Nat Geo and yeah. there you can watch it like um online now like if you have the channel so if we find it we'll We'll put a link in the description to that yeah, film yeah. so that you guys can watch it as well. So, yeah, I think at the end, it's good that these kind of things are happening so more people know what's going on in Venezuela. Because I think for a long time, Venezuela was overlooked, especially by, I won't say like especially by media or whatever, but I think Chavez and the government, when, when, as it peak, it has, it has too many friends around the world and a lot of countries that were like getting a lot of benefit out of Venezuela. Yeah. So a lot of mouth were shout. But you, you like, told me one time that there was like really famous American celebrities that were hanging out with Chavez. Did you say like Sean yeah, Penn? Sean Penn loves Chavez. Um, yeah. um, the model, I forgot her name now. Uh, um, Naomi Campbell. Campbell yeah. She's been to Venezuela like twice and like had pictures with him and like hanging out with him. It's mm-hmm. like, it was very common. I mean, like Sean Penn is a, because I think he saw the idea of so- so- socialism like a something different. Uh, against like the, the the typical capitalism so this mm. is cool he's helping the poor people that's what's being sold and a lot of people bought it because if you are from outside you don't know much you're like oh so cool it's a good good guy that come to save the poor people from this country i didn't buy that though because it's... you you'd already had Che Guevara by then in like latin america so it's like come on like by the time it, chavez it, came along it's like it's you a, have to it, be a bit dumb to actually buy well, that that's I how think. it is people really yeah. really thought that I he, think was, he was very manipulative he was he, he was yeah. a really like charismatic person really like um you know he used to do these things on tv he has like a long he has his own show on on sunday sunday i think it was yeah and it was like eight hours long him talking non-stop claire he was singing there he was like firing people on tv he was like whatever he was like making even like um how you say declarations now like when you make a law happen kind of thing yeah like, yeah, like yeah. on tv kind of signing a contract so yeah this will happen boom you get fired for this boom this fucker whatever he sings on national tv it's like a lot of crazy stuff going on so he was basically like a celebrity like yeah. a weird fucked up character which has a sympathy because he was like real it's a whole really long yeah, topic, yeah. but he actually connect with people who needed to feel seen. And mm. these poor people needed to feel seen by somebody. Mm. But then he didn't help us. He no. didn't help them no. at the end of the day. Yeah. I think it's good to give like recognition to people that make this thing happen. Of, mm. of course, the whole thing. But in the director's Anabel Rodriguez, I think she did like a really good job. And this is like a way to show the world like the reality of Venezuela, like, in a, also in a different perspective, but it could be, like, a normal kind of, like, uh, political situation kind of thing, but I think it was very, like, um, self-explanatory in many ways. You know what yeah, I mean? Agreed. You don't feel you don't, it. You don't really need to know much about the history, or, like, you can still kind of enjoy it because it's really just about this community. I think what was really good about her direction and the way that they did it was that they kind of threw in like little 
cultural pieces about Venezuela, but they yeah. didn't really make much of a big deal about it. So well, it's just, it is it how just, it is. Exactly. So like, yeah. I think, because I have some background from you, yeah. like, for example, one thing I noticed was uh, such like the guns, you know, they're just like throwing the, the guns. guns, but it's not really spoken about, but it's like a big thing. And then the other thing that was, if really, they they talk about, they, they do these kind of, beauty pageants as well yeah. and that's kind of like on the back burner they don't talk about it a lot but there's a few scenes of these yeah. things and like girls getting married like incredibly young yeah and um i mean yeah like enzo said like they have literally nothing and it's still like they still manage to have like makeup and like these little girls like are doing their makeup which is very fucked up at the same time very, it's very interesting that when you noted that because it's true um, I think it's so interesting how she managed to show, like you say, little pieces of the culture behind what was happening, behind of the issue with the water, we have with the issue with the houses, with the houses in the community. Like, is it still about the sense, the sense of them, yeah. and like kind of like the beauty pack pageants, which is so crazy how from so little they put this pressure of beauty to little girls, yeah, which is sure. well, it makes sense. Venezuela, the other day is. Woman is a country with like five Miss Universe. I think it's the second country in the world with most crowns in yeah. the beauty pa- pa- pageants in the world. So it's like, okay, so you know, you see this a little like mm, it's a really good thing, touches. and also like yeah, yeah, quite intense religion as well. It's spoken I, it, about I, yeah, as well. It was, so, yeah, yeah I it's think true. she she does a really really good job with it. Um, I really recommend this to anybody who yeah, yeah you can you can watch this document. I mean, you can search for like Once Upon a Time dot com on yeah. internet if you're interested or you really wanted to check like this um documentary we watch it on cinemestizo.com we're gonna leave the link on the comments on the video here mm. if not you can just t- type on google like once upon a time in venezuela.com mm-hmm. and you're gonna show up the website and you can get even the you can uh, see the trailer read uh it's had like a little videos with the um director and little, little thing mm-hmm. if you want to get like a background to see yeah. if, if you really want to see this uh on the website there's a lot of stuff about it so yeah we recommend this definitely really recommend um yeah well we hope you guys enjoyed this little bonus episode yeah as always please do tell us you know your thoughts if you've watched a documentary or if you you know kind of want to share anything about Venezuela or anything we've discussed please so so, like another documentary like this related to a different country exactly anywhere in the world will be really cool yeah for sure so yeah Um, but yeah so yeah uh, remember us everything Claire remind everybody to please do remember to like comment keep us up on the algorithm subscribe all of that share share and um, follow us everywhere remember you can listen to us like in all the platforms like on Spotify, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, yeah. um, Overcast, all of those, and YouTube as well. Of exactly, course. and hopefully so. we'll be back filming together soon. soon, so you'll be able to see our beautiful faces. Yes. Thank you guys so, so thank much you for guys. listening, and see you soon. Yeah, see you thank soon. you. Bye. Bye.